Hello and welcome to the One More Mile Tipcast, episode 143, Tips for Beating the Heat. Hey folks, it is now, uh, I don't know, mid-July? A little bit past mid-July, uh, and it is so, so hot out right now. Uh, and I actually went out on a run this morning, and, and I swear to God, I thought it was going to melt. Um, and every year it seems to get hotter. Uh, I wonder why that is. But uh, what I'd like to do is actually give some some tips for beating the heat. I've been on a lot of forums and I've had a lot of people uh, contact me, ask me questions about how to beat the heat. And I, I know in the past I've talked about different ways to deal with the heat, especially with summertime. And I could refer a lot of people back, but I figure... Uh, there are a couple things that you can do. I'd like to just throw these out there as a new tip cast. Uh, save everybody a lot of time because, again, it's hot out. And this is the time of year where a lot of people are either uh, you know, still racing. I just raced last weekend at an Xterra. Or you're getting ready to race either in August or, or very beginning of September. And this is a very important time of year for training and what happens a lot of times when it gets really hot is that your training gets sidetracked it's a lot like getting sick or going to altitude and so it's hard to keep that 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 momentum going and and quite literally keep the intensity up and so what happens is you lose fitness so there are ways that you can get around this and so what i'm going to do is really talk about uh you know mainly running because running is really the, the, the one that is hardest to do. These definitely apply to cycling as well. Uh, but for running, because we're moving at, at much slower speeds, we're not getting enough airflow over our skin, especially if we're, we're not truly elite runners, uh, you're not getting that evaporative sweat loss. Okay, And if it's already humid, it's getting so hot, you're just not able to lose that body heat. Uh, with cycling also it's easier to carry more fluids and to do things that that can actually keep you cool passively so um, again a lot of this applies to cycling but it definitely applies to running and first and foremost uh, run indoors okay especially for your fast runs and again this applies to cycling for sure as well talked about Zwift, talk about all these other platforms like Trainer Road. If you have to get a quality training session in, you have to go really hard. You got to get your intervals in. Do it indoors. Uh, I know treadmills are a little bit tougher. I, I run into this problem in the summertime because I don't have easy access to a treadmill. Uh, but if you have access to indoor training, use that for your quality training time. Uh, you, you can turn on a fan and you can actually maintain that really top-end fitness that you're going to need. Okay, uh, treadmill aside, running indoors, uh, you've got to run early, okay? And and a lot of people don't like this. And, and I tell you, the earlier the better. I was just out on a bike ride, um, you know, less than a week ago. And I got out at 6 o'clock in the morning. In, in between 6 o'clock and by the time I got back at about 7.30, night and day. The humidity had already gone up. It wasn't too, too hot. But again, it, it had gone up probably at least 5 degrees. And so when you get that combination of heat and humidity, 
that's really going to drag you down. So the earlier you can get out, the better. And there are some other reasons to get out early. And the main reason is you're going to avoid full sun. Again, early morning or evening, if, if you're really pushed to later in the day, uh, again, the, 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 the air is already really hot and it's humid, but it's better than nothing. And the main reason is passive heating, okay? Unlike that gazelle out on the Serengeti, um, whose fur blocks really all of that solar heat gain, that passive heat gain, our skin does the exact opposite. I don't care how fair-skinned you are, you are absorbing 96, 97, 98% of all the heat on it. This is one of the reasons why it sucks to be standing outside because you're just absorbing all that heat. You're not really sweating that much and, and, and so your heat loss is, is not that high and even if you were sweating, again, you're not moving, okay? And so that, that sweat's not gonna evaporate. Um, so this really means that you are literally absorbing all, all that heat into your body. Um, and this is another good reason uh, to not run shirtless, okay? We often talk about sun protection, uh, which is important, but I see a lot of guys in particular, they're out there, they got their shirts on, full sun, and you're just making yourself hotter. Uh, you might think that, that, that you're evaporating more, but realistically, you're, you're better off wearing a really lightweight, light-colored shirt. Um, and then try to choose a route that is more shady. Again, this is going to be more difficult, too, if you're running in the middle of the afternoon. But I think about different places that I can run, and we've got a lot of train trestles and, and other ways that I can try to avoid that sunlight. Um, so you really, really, really want to... Uh, try to be careful out there. Okay, that being said, let's say you've got a limited option for, for when you can run uh, and, and you have to run when it's hot. What do you do then? All right, well, first of all, you want to pre-cool, all right? And that means certainly staying inside where it's cooler. If you have the time, uh, you know, even five minutes, take a cold bath. Uh, or if you don't have time, uh, ha have a freezy pop, have a slushy. Again, all these are a way to either bring your body temperature down in the case of the, the cold bath, um, or in the case of the slushy, you're actually going to trick your, your, your brain thermometer, your hypothalamus, into thinking that you're cooler, and it's actually going to make it a little bit easier, um, especially early on in the run, okay? So that pre-cooling definitely does help. If you're doing a race, that's another quick way. You got a hot race. You don't want to warm up too much for that race. Go, you know, get your slushy, drink it before the race, get a little bit of carbohydrate, and you're good to go. All right, so you're out on your run now, or you're heading out in your run. If you have a drinking system like a Camelback hydration pack, you can stuff that um, with ice, and then uh, and, and then you, you, you can head out with that, or you can freeze it. I, I like to just stuff it with ice um, and, and head out. And then you have a cold drink, which is a nice benefit. It makes you feel better, but that ice is going to melt. And as it melts, it's melting because your body heat is so hot. Uh, and, 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 and so that'll help to keep you a little bit cooler, definitely a little bit more comfortable, um, as you're running. Uh, and, and then if you have a tight shirt, okay, let's say you don't have a drinking system, you've got a tight shirt, ladies, you are in luck. Those sports bras actually do come in handy. Uh, here you can make an ice sock. 
got some pantyhose, stuff it full of ice, stuff it down your back. Um, this is great for races too. I do this in a lot of triathlons, especially if I stay in a hotel. I've got a little uh, a lunch bag. It's insulated. I fill that with ice, and then I put my ice sock inside, and that keeps the ice from melting. And when I come into transition for the run, I can just grab everything, and as I'm running out, I can stuff it down my back. All right, next up. Uh, I think one of the most important things that you can do, and I think one, one thing that a lot of people don't like to do or they don't think to do, is you have to slow down, okay? These are good days to actually build endurance, all right? If you're going to run indoors to get your quality training, then you want to really uh, try to, 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 to utilize the time as best you can. Um, and the way that you can do that is to just run slower, okay, or even take some walking breaks. Uh, if you need to stop and cool down, either walk into like a bank. Okay, bank, banks are great, especially if it's like a or, or, or a hotel or something, a plaza. You can kind of walk in there, uh, walk slowly, cool down, and then head back out. Another great place to stop are garages. Uh, I know in Richmond we've got a lot of parking garages, and they are freezing cold. All right, and they feel really nice. You can get in there, get out of the heat, cool down. Maybe you can add in some extra running in there. You can run up the different levels. Uh, just be careful of the traffic. But, but again, parking garage is a great way to just take a little break, cool down, and head back out. And then finally, as far as hydration goes, there's no such thing as overhydration. I'm not going to beat that one to death. One thing you definitely want to make sure you, you do is prehydrate okay you don't want to go out on a run really any run or ride already dehydrated uh, because that actually has been shown to diminish performance a lot and it actually causes an increase a premature increase in body temperature okay so so being dehydrated ahead of time definitely a no-no uh, you know just make sure you're getting up in the morning you're drinking if you're going out for an early run make, make sure the night before you're fully hydrated um, especially if you're going to be out there longer than 45 minutes, then you might want to carry something. Again, if you have a camelback, that's great. If it's less than 45 minutes, it's up to you. Sometimes perceptually, it can feel better to bring a drink with you. Uh, me, if it's less than 45 minutes, I don't want the hassle. I don't. I, I hate carrying bottles. I'm not going to carry a camelback with me, um, so I'll just go out and run. But for the longer runs, uh, you know, cer cer certainly you want to either carry something or plan your route so that you can stop at drinking fountains or whatever else. Hey folks, that's it for TipCast 143 of the One More Mile TipCast podcast. If you want to learn more, head on over to the website www.go1mm.com. That's www.go1mm.com you can also email me at go one more mile at gmail.com and definitely email me if you have questions comments uh, and if you are over at the website uh, head over there make a donation you can find us still on iTunes as long as iTunes is up you can uh, put a little review those help to move us up in the rankings but as always folks go one more mile later later